Shine bright like a diamond Shine bright like a diamond If you're looking for the real help, babybar.online I chose to be happy Hello and welcome. This is the BP Learned Hand. Welcome to FYLSE Real Help to Pass the Baby Bar. Today we have the BP Learned Hand, which is me. If you don't know me, then I don't know how you found this podcast. Uh, I have today with me my significant other again, since everyone enjoyed so much the first round of discussion. With me is uh, my significant other, Ian. Um, a topic that we will be discussing today that I felt would be very pertinent to a lot of people's situations was the absolute terror that instills itself the way you feel after you finished all of your studies. So like after you've done all of your 1L modules or whatever they call it in your school and you're either taking finals or that fear of taking the FYLSC, it doesn't go away. It, it then yeah, never goes away. It's much worse. I just finished everything in 2L, and I am in that terrifying spot between nothing and emptiness. I will say last time, last last go-around with your 1L stuff, I think it was 1L. Yeah, yeah, your first step was 1L. Um, he panicked a lot more. I think I just hide it better. <laughs> you, uh, you panicked a little bit there, and... You were really worried about finals, and then there was, like, that little period of time where you're like, I'm not going to go take the test. And I was like, you have to go take the test, and then you went and took the test. Yeah, but <laughs> I but I, I still I, – I mean, I'm not really sure I recall the terror. I, I do. I don't, I don't know. I remember locking myself in, a, in, in the room. You locked for yourself the in, in this room. Well, I remember locking myself in the game room specifically for, like, hours. Yeah, like my I would, game room. Yeah, yeah, for hours and just like living like a little hermit in the corner with my yep. books and my study material. It's also one of the main exits from the house and no one could leave or enter the house for an yeah. eight, eight hour period, I'd say. Yeah. While I, you quietly went insane like a... Like a... Crazy cat lady. Like an Edgar Allan Poe character. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm trying to, like, I am, I am, I don't, I mean, I guess 1L is like a blur. Like, I don't remember much of it. I remember, like, certain events. It's almost like being an abused spouse. You, you don't remember it all. I think you remember the information more than you remember how it actually was a lot of the times. Yeah, I do. I remember the information, which seems to be maybe a problem, because now, now I'm in that same position I was in 1L, where I'm like, okay, I'm done with all the modules. Now I have a month of just self-study and it's just the most terrifying thing in the world and I don't remember feeling this way in in my first year but I don't remember much from my first year <laughs> I think you did I think you did well I must have I must have been absolutely like insane yeah it was incredibly annoying <laughs> I wasn't that bad I can't imagine it was pretty goddamn irritating I can't imagine I was that bad yes you were honey no yes I love you and sometimes the truth hurts, but yes, it was annoying. <laughs> well, I we couldn't leave or enter our house. <laughs> well, the pressure was there. Like it is, the pressure is still there. Like you, so you get on Facebook and you see everybody else who's posting, and they're like, "Oh my God, I did eight hours a day. Are you doing eight hours a day?" Or 
I just did 500 multiple choice questions. How many multiple choice questions did you do today? And it's just, I mean, you're always feeling like inadequate and there's just so much information out there that if you like, you feel like you have to process in order to be, I don't know, competent on top of your game. It's just, it's so incredibly. I think law school in general is supposed to do that to you. I think it's a kind of like brainwashing. Well, (laughs) yeah, but this is just, I don't know. It's just terrifying. Yeah. I think the stress is supposed to break you down and then they harden you back up. When does the hardening come? I'm ready for that. Oh, you're already in the middle of that. Oh, really? Talk to Josephine's teachers. Wow. Well, it it is nice after that first year having a little bit of a little (laughs) bit of knowledge and goes way too far sometimes, but (laughs) I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just the fact that we have Facebook. Imagine like back in the day when you didn't have Facebook and you know, like people post pictures of their dinner all the time and everyone's like, I'm sick of seeing your dinner. I think that's kind of the same thing with law school. Like I'm sick of seeing how many MCQs you did every day. Like that's, that's obnoxious. Yeah. Like looking at everybody's stuff all the time is just like, I don't know, like a giant contributing factor to like ultimate fear. Like you probably don't get to see it cause you don't get my Facebook feed, but you know, I have no friends anymore. All my friends are <laughs> in online law schools. So the only stuff that shows up on my feed is just constant fear and I mean, seriously, constant fear. And then you're supposed to feel that way. Yeah. But then also like I did this many MCQs and I'm, you know, most of these people don't post every day. So I, I I mean, I probably need to remind myself that they only post things like I did a thousand MCQs a day because that was the only thing they've done in a week. Yeah. But it's just, it's terrifying. It, it, it's hard well, to, it, and you, it's hard to gauge because it's not like our teachers and, tell you like you're on school yeah, and, or on par. I remember that was a big, huge thing. Was, especially when you, uh, when you had the, that medical issue Yeah. and you lost out on like two weeks of, yeah. of schooling and you, you almost quit. Yeah, I did. And I had to badger you. I was ready to quit. I had to badger and bully. <laughs> but it's just terrifying because you feel like you feel like you take a day off and you get behind the eight ball. And well, yeah, but I mean, the horrible truth is everyone is inadequate. Yeah, well, yeah. that is not true. You do not, <laughs> you do not get to talk to some of the people I talk to. Oh, I, believe me, they're inadequate too. They're just not going to say it. They're just better at pretending they're not. Yeah. Everyone's good at pretending. I pretend all the time. I can't be a law student. <laughs> Are you kidding? I don't know. It's just, it's just absolute. It's it's fear. I don't. I mean, and I don't even want to say it's fear because, I guess for me, like, I get into it. And I get so involved that I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Lose track of yeah, time, and space, and manner, and yeah, you. You know. There there have been days where you have sat with the same book, from the time you got up, to the time all the kids go to bed. You mumble a few words at me. You mumble a few words at kids. You get up every now and then to go smoke and complain. Then you go back to your book. And around midnight or one is when your body remembers that you have to eat and drink water and do things like that. (laughs) At least somebody does. I don't. (laughs) Glad my body's looking out for me. (laughs) I don't know. It just... I don't even really know if it's fear. I mean, it's kind of like fear coupled with like anxiety coupled with urgency. I I think it's, you know, 
you get worked up. I think people get antsy about it because it is such a big deal and it is hard. And it is like any real training regime. Yeah. Like, you know, it's a training for a marathon. Well, army training, like there's a lot of similarities between your law school stuff and some army training. They, they break you down. Oh boy. Do they break you down? They break, break you law school students down and then they try and build you back up into lawyers. I haven't cried as much this time. No, no, you haven't. I cried a lot more in one L. Oh yeah. Yeah. You were a soggy human being in one L. Oh, I was a mess. It was gross. It was bad. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I've just, maybe I'm learning to handle the like abject fear and terror yeah. better. Yeah, I think so. I think you're learning to accept that your emotions are wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and that sounds like like I imagine like if we were in like psychology if we we're getting our PhD in psychology like this would be the wrong conversation like this is not if any of you have a PhD in psychology please just your know your feelings are wrong and you should feel bad for having them <laughs> I, mean, I don't know maybe part of like the whole process is having those crazy feelings I'm like, pretty sure it is I mean I I can't imagine our professors are sitting there like, ha I'm going to make one of these kids cry today. Oh, I'm sure he is. Oh, I would. Well, you're just, I would. but you're not people. You're a bully. We've already decided that you're an adult. But it's, it's part of the training program. If it wasn't, then that phrase that you guys have, you know, it's not law school unless you cry once. <laughs> that wouldn't be a thing. No one would talk about it if it wasn't a thing that happened to absolutely everyone. Everyone would be too embarrassed to post that in a meme. But yeah. they slather it all over Facebook, which means Everybody every is. last one of you has <laughs> cried. Just like every soldier everywhere, regardless of the military, has looked back at his training days and gone, man, I gave myself into. <laughs> uh, well, I think that's what happens in one out, which is why, like, I was I was ready to walk away. Yeah. I was I was so ready you to were. Just, just call it a day yeah. and. Throw in the towel. And, and I remember a lot of your fellow 1L students were in the same sinky oh, boat. Everybody wanted to quit. And I lost. I lost my good friend. I lost my study buddy. Yeah. Like, I, I lost my my good friend. And you know what the sad thing is? Is, like, I always thought she was so much smarter than me. Like, she – do you remember me telling you? I'm like, she really gets this stuff. Yeah. Like, I, I remember – and she would tell me how much she would study. And I remember thinking, oh, my God, I can't. Well, I think the stress and the anxiety – is its own training and I think that is separate but part of the academic training if that makes sense well, I like think if, so. if you think about it you have a job that holds people's like livelihoods and stuff in their hand and you over time all the lawyers in the US you know the, over time you guys work the laws and the Constitution everything to your own devious um, <laughs> our own creation your, your own hideous <coughs> Frankenstein's law monster amalgamation of what law probably was supposed to be, but isn't now. <laughs> yeah, there's been a lot, a lot of rulings. So I would imagine, you know, old lawyers teaching new lawyers would want those new lawyers to be just as hard and icy with a heart as black as coal as they are, <laughs> so that they can handle all that, you know, BS that man was not meant to know. Yeah. Yeah, I guess there is a lot of that. I don't know. We're training to be wizards. Wizards aren't traditionally very nice. We're not trained to be wizards. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Like that's I, why you have all these cabinets full of books all over the place. That those are special. 
your special books. Ah, so you're saying there's special books full of hidden knowledge, if you will. Not hidden knowledge. Not wizard knowledge. It's not my fault. They Law don't teach civics anymore. Not Law my. wizard knowledge. I don't know. I just, I can't, I mean, do you think it's like this in med school for people? Like, do you think people go to med school and they're just like... Oh, I'm sure they get to cry and stuff too, but I don't think doctors undergo <laughs> the same stuff you guys do. I don't... For, for one... There's a lot of older doctors who would like to see a lot of new younger doctors, whereas the feeling I get is that older lawyers want to crush as many of you as they can to make sure that only the strong survive. Seriously, what's up with that? That's kind of the feeling a lot of us get, actually. I think it's just your profession. That's so weird. Like, I, uh, I imagine most mob hitmen probably undergo, like, the same psychological treatment, uh... I know Spec Ops guys have some similar similar issues. <laughs> I don't know. I just I, I I would just assume at this point though that there would be like I would understand. I don't know. It's just so weird. It, this. I mean, how can you be afraid of something like this? Like I went through all my other degrees, no problem. Didn't crack a book. Never had an issue. And now all of a sudden I have issues with just the simplest things. Like our finals are essentially like two hours for two essays and it should be easy for me to pop this out, but I'm just absolutely terrified. Think think of it this way. You're afraid because you're supposed to be. I'm pretty sure everyone is supposed to be. If you're not, then you're going to make lazy mistakes. Fear keeps you on your toes and keeps you studying and keeps you in the books helps you remember details yeah i guess that's i guess that's true like it's not like run through the serengeti from the you know pack of lions fear yeah no it's like it's its own it's it's i mean really each person has their own individual fear especially in law school and i think that we all like i think we subconsciously know what we've slacked off on and what Mm -hmm. we haven't we know oh yeah yeah. And so we, we beat ourselves up. I think if there's any profession or any student body or whatever that's going to kick their own more than anyone else's, I think it's law school students. I think we by far like hold ourselves to the fire a lot more than anyone else. I think you guys are definitely in there. Oh, yeah. We're, we're just we're, – we're insane. Why would you – I mean, like, just look be, what we do. Just be glad you're not priests or something like that. Well, I can't even imagine. Priests only have one book to read. Look how many we have. <laughs> From what and, I understand, and we their have books to memorize like seventeen. Though. And we have to memorize just as much out of our books as they do. Yeah, <laughs> it's so much. You know, I think I remember the moment in which I feel like I kind of calmed the insanity down um, with one L was when I finally sat down and I pulled out my books and I got those giant colored what do you poster boards poster board, yeah. and I wrote out like my outlines on those poster boards and I put them all over that room. I feel like maybe that's one of my, my remember, inner crazy calmed a bit. I remember you were in a particularly <coughs> foul mood that day. Was I? Yeah. I remember Until I about, felt like I was accomplishing something. Yeah. And your mood improved and your anxiety improved and you started, you know, really doing real good studying about a day and a half, maybe two days after that. But the day that you started putting together your like final outlines, you were, for lack of a better term, panicked. Oh, yeah. Um, irritable. Oh, boy, were you irritable. <laughs> I do remember telling you you didn't understand a lot. Yeah. A lot. Also irritating. I imagine. 
<laughs> I really didn't care though. I know that's oh, really I know crappy. You didn't. I, I was too involved. That's fine. I was like so self-involved. Like, yeah, that's. Sorry, it happens. <laughs> I remember having a conversation with you though, specifically where I told myself, like I would tell, like we talked about it. I was like, look, I really, if you want me to do this, and I'm really just, I'm gonna have to be super self-involved. Yeah. Like you're gonna have to tell the kids, mommy loves them, but mommy's just crazy right now, and she lives in this room around yeah. all these poster boards and books. Leave her be. Me and the kids went for a lot of walks. Yeah. 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 And I always like I, I guess that's kind of a type A thing is you know how I am like I can't I want to spend as much time with the kids as I can I want to be the most involved parent I can and I want to go to their schools and blah 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 blah. So for me, I think that was one of the hardest things to do was for me to just be like, all right, kids, oh, yeah. I love you, but go away. Yeah, you worried about that all the time. Oh yeah, I was pretty sure they all hated me. Yep, parents. Oh. I was. Ugh. I mean, Josephine was in, she had just started high school, like, right? Like, she yeah. was just a freshman, and she was going to public school after being homeschooled for so many years, <laughs> and Faye was homeschooled, and I was just, like, for, oh my from goodness. my point of view, I would spend all day homeschooling kids and, you know, writing books and all that fun, happy crap, and then towards afternoon time, late afternoon, I'd come in and I'd say, hey, honey, how's your studying going? And you would just whine. <laughs> you would whine about how you were a bad parent. You didn't spend enough time with the kids. Blah, 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 well, because the evening time is kind of that, like, end of the day. So, like, if you haven't done anything by the end of the day, like, you had your opportunity, you muffed it. Like, that is not the case, though. But I didn't do anything. Like, I wouldn't, I didn't interact with the kids at all. I mean, I literally sat in a room. Like, I can't believe it. Now that we're talking about it, I literally sat in a room for like eight to 16 hours a day. Yeah. With my books. Yeah. Like a psycho. No, like somebody studying higher learning. Like, that's not a psycho. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, I don't know. But the end of the story is the kids don't even remember it. No, they don't, because everyone is, makes sacrifices. It's this huge portion of my life where I'm like, there was this giant hill I had to make, like I had to cross this obstacle, I had to climb Mount Everest, and I'm over here in my little room, and I'm like, feel like I'm like, feel like I'm rocky, and I'm like, I, I'm having this experience, and nobody else knows I'm having it. Yeah. Nobody else remembers it. <laughs> Pretty ridiculous. Like they, they don't. Like I asked Josephine the other day. I mean. It, it's only been a year. She was 15. I'm like, Joe, do you remember me like in that room? She's like, not really. I'm like, do you remember how much <laughs> yep. stress I was under when we went to California? She's like, no. I was like, do you remember me being gone? She's like, no. I'm like, I was gone for like nine days. You don't remember that? She's like, no, I don't remember you leaving. I think I know you did. Oh my God. Here, I've been sitting here worrying about how this is going to like affect my kids in a negative manner. And I think that was, I think the kids were even one of the reasons I used when I was talking about quitting. <coughs> yep. I think, right? Weren't the kids like, I can't just abandon my kids. Yeah. Like, this will negatively affect them. Yep. Like, I don't know, some nonsense, I'm sure. And I think my response to that was, fine, teach them to be quitters, whatever. Oh, that was yeah. your response. Oh, I was so <laughs> mad at you. I remember that. Oh, I'm so. Got you to keep trying, though. Oh, I remember how mad I was at you. And yeah, then you, you didn't talk to me for three days. Oh, I was so mad at you. You probably, that comment and my <laughs> my anger towards you and having an excuse to stay in that room and not go in, it probably finished, not because I had any will to do it, because I wanted to spite you. 
and your jerk face comments. Oh, like, I know. I might be some hairy farm you, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to believe though that it takes that much time. Like. I was pretty sure I was going to fail. Like, I didn't know you and I talked about it. And I was like, well, I'm going to go to California and I'm just going to bomb the hell out of this. Yeah, I knew you weren't going to fail. Everybody says that, though. But you never really know. No, I knew. I knew you weren't going to fail. I wasn't that confident. I know that. I know you weren't confident. Nor should you be. If you're overconfident, you miss stuff and you stumble into traps. Don't be overconfident. Be humble. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I went up there not really even sure I had a place to stay. Remember that? Yeah. Like. Yeah, we, we see you across oh the country goodness. with 40 bucks. $40. I had to be. And a jar of peanut butter. Remember and a, that? And a jar of peanut butter in my backpack. Oh, my God. I was terrified. Like, I had, like, Effie had been in my class for, I don't even know how, like, the whole year, basically, I guess. I don't even. No, she wasn't even in my class. She was in, like, a different class. <laughs> and I reached out on Facebook just kind of being a smart ass. And I was like, hey, anybody got an extra room that I can stay? <laughs> and, like, she was one of the few people who was like, yeah, you can stay with me. Yeah. And, like, I really hadn't had all that much contact with her. I flew down there having – I remember getting there. Do you remember this? I didn't have enough money yeah. to get, like, a taxi or something. Remember, I was trying to find – Oh, my goodness. I was, I was trying to find my army buddies that lived in California and seeing who could – maybe drive you to the test site and who had like a sleeping bag you could sleep in the lobby in or something. Uh, oh my God. I remember getting there. I got, because we bought the tickets when we actually could afford it. Yeah. So we bought my admission ticket to take the Aquasi and we bought the plane tickets. And then we, we should have. And then we ran out, like, then I got, I, I lost my job when I had the health issue and then we had absolutely no money, yep. like none. And I remember they, I got I got off the airplane, the Bob Hope Airport. Oh my God, I remember that place. <laughs> and I was like, "What do I do?" We didn't think about this. No, <laughs> we did not. Like, how was I so stupid as to not think about this? And so I had to call my mom, and my cell phone was dying. Remember, yes. I had like no charge. I had to be like, "Mom, can I have your credit card number so I can get an Uber?" And then I had to figure out Uber on my phone because I'd never used it before. I still don't know. Oh Uber my god! <laughs> We're in too rural of an area. I've never used it. We don't have Uber here. No. We don't have Uber. Oh my god! And in then, any of our big towns, because our big towns aren't big. And then I got a group <laughs> Uber, which I didn't even know was a thing. And that so sounds I, like a kidnapping van. <laughs> kind of how it felt. And I got into this this car with all these other people and I was just like please don't let this be like it was when I was in Washington DC please don't <laughs> let this taxi driver just drive me forever and charge me forever because I gotta pay my mom back like driver turns around and you a black black burlap sack goes okay put that on your head. basically <laughs> oh my gosh and I remember getting there and I remember getting to the hotel and I remember thinking okay if I go to the front desk and I say I'm in the room with Effie and they're like, we don't have you here. What am I going to do? Like, yeah, what? you called me before that, I was just, before you went in to check in. I was terrified. I had no, like, I was like, okay, it's going to be all right. You can sleep in the lobby. Like, it will be okay. Like, there will be a back corner of a conference room that you can hide in and sleep. And I, luckily for me, Effie had pity on me, and I had a key there. <laughs> but, I like, the whole time I was there, I was literally going to like the other conference rooms and eating their lunches. Yeah, I was. And I was like, like they would sponsor the lunch for the review weekend. I would put it in my purse and I would take it back to my room. And I remember Effie going, 
where did you get all this food in the fridge? And I'm like, surprise. <laughs> it was horrible. But. I, I had uh, one of my old army buddies. <laughs> I had called him because he lived in San Diego at the time. And I was I was having him drive his rusty no no flat that's bed horrible. what's left of a pickup to the airport to come get you. Oh, that's horrible. That was a but you know what though? Like I, I can't I don't even remember like now I think back on it, that's the most insane thing I've ever done in my life. Like really. I flew thousands of miles yeah. with forty dollars yep. and absolutely Sometimes you have to do insane things if you want to accomplish anything. I mean, it really is just the most insane thing. It's and a life lesson that everyone should learn. I know a lot of people don't learn it, but it's a life lesson everyone should learn. Oh. Sometimes you have to do something completely crazy. In the words of Josephine, this is an unnecessary risk creation. Josephine's my daughter, by the way. It was, it was totally, it was unnecessary risk creation. And But you know what, though? I made the best friends that I have ever yeah. made on that trip. Yeah, and you're still friends with all those folks. I am. Like, they're they're good friends. Like, I consider them good friends. I don't consider a lot of people good friends, but you, they you are. You consider almost no one good friends. Yeah, almost no one. Yeah. Like, slim to nothing. Yeah. I don't. I just have too high of an expectation, I guess. But I am, I am like, locked in life like with everyone. You married now. me, so we can't even be real friends anymore. Yeah, we're not. We're not. <laughs> We're mostly just like cohabitants, if anything. <laughs> I, I can't believe what let you let me do that. Like Because you had to. I must have been insane to let myself do that because well, I'm a pretty I'm a pretty like down to earth like and I can't believe Why did you say the same to you? I can look at you and be like, Well, how could you let me be deployed? Well But sometimes you have to do Really stupid things. <laughs> my, where were my parents during all this? Did I not tell them that I was just going out there um, with forty bucks? I think your mom, your brother's school thing. Oh, okay. And my dad, I don't even know. I probably never would have asked my dad. Anyways, no, my dad had died. Yeah. My dad died. Like, what was it? Like four months before that. Four months before that. Yeah. So, like, he wasn't available. And grandma oh, and grandpa were in. I would never ask my grandparents anyways. No. I never asked. And they, they were in. Oh my goodness. And my parents were in the middle of their, their bitter knife wielding divorce thing. Your parents are awesome. They're going to make some like criminal, criminal <laughs> law. Guy, like some newly graduated criminal law guy happy someday. Like he's going to be like laying in wait. I remember this one. And, you know, poison. Oh yeah. Like he's going to be so happy. My dad. You're yeah, I plotted it. I plotted out every <laughs> last detail. Oh, your parents are like a cartoon. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. I, my mom, I double dog dare you to arrest me. <laughs> oh my. I can't, I, I, literally, I remember that $40 too because I felt like, I mean, looking back on it, it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever done in my life because I, I hit it. I hid it in my backpack in that yeah. secret pocket I had and yeah. I would take it out dollar by dollar because those are for nine days. Yeah. And I would literally pull it out dollar by dollar. I feel so bad. I think I ate popcorn for like an entire day. Thank and it was really, it was really terrible because the $40 you went with was California the last 40 we had. Was the last money we had. <laughs> it was. I think maybe what tipped me over the edge was like, so we were going through that health thing and I was given that really bad diagnosis and then my dad died. And I remember yeah. thinking, I've got to do this 
like as my last thing. Like yeah. if I'm going to do something, it might as well be worth it. And I mean that, you know, even though like my health situation has changed, not a lot, not, you know, like everything's a-okay anymore. Well, you're not dying. But I mean, really that resonates with me because that means that like to me, this is, this is like a, you know, if you're going to have one last thing to do in your life, what are you going to do? And for me, at least it was to, to do this, to like finish this. You know, which is, I mean, that means it's important to me because I don't really take a lot of stock in the things I do. I'm very much just do things and figure out, yeah, look at them after I've done them. And so that really resonates with me is, I guess this was important to me. Not a lot of things are important to me. Well, that's, really, that's really about <laughs> it for you. Family, kids, and law school. Those are like your free things. <laughs> <laughs> can't say ice cream, can't say chocolate. I mean, really family, kids, and law school. But I mean, there's, there's something... I can't imagine anybody that goes to an online law school isn't going to an online law school because they're not a justice warrior or they don't have beef with somebody or like, I feel like everyone that goes to an online law school probably feels the same way I do about it or the way that I did at I least to take that job. probably feel similar. I don't know. Like you have to, I mean, really you have to be a little bit crazy to decide to go to an unaccredited online law school. Yeah. It's definitely not the, prescribed by high class society path. Well no, but most of us are like in our like, you know, mid thirties to like mid fifties. So like there's like a clear range in age there where we've already like had kids, had families, gotten degrees, established yeah. ourselves and now we've decided to go out in the left field and see what it looks like out there. Yeah. I mean you have to have a reason to do something like that. Yeah. Either that or I'm just completely insane and no, no, I should no, have gone everyone's... to law school years ago because this was my passion. I just never <laughs> knew it. I mean, really, like, I, I don't know. It's just, like, honestly, I never saw myself as an attorney. I wasn't the kid who was, like, five years old and was like, someday I'm going to be an attorney. Like, I really had no idea what I was going to be. And attorney was definitely not, I mean, maybe firefighter or something ridiculous, but definitely not ridiculous, like, lawyer stuff. I don't know. Oh, when I was in high school, my, uh, my life's goal was to someday live in a house that had a front door. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's absolutely ridiculous. We are not that redneck. You are painting a I poor am. picture for these people. When I was young, young and stupid, my goal was I was going to have a house that had a front door and, and like a childish version of a house. I just wanted windows in a house. I didn't yeah. understand how mortgages worked or any of that. Yeah, like the crayon house. But that was yeah. my goal. I got maybe halfway through that and changed my goal, and I decided I was going to go into entomology. That turned somehow into, I'm in the army now at the age of 25, and... Oldest army guy ever. Yeah, I was, yep, well. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, did that for a while. Then we got married, and goals changed again, and... Uh, yeah. Then it went... Back to entomology, then to veterinary school. Yeah, but that would be like the equivalent of you looking at me today and being like, honey, I have decided I want to be a ballerina. What did you think when I told you I was going to law school anyways? I can't even, I don't, I don't even remember that. Josephine has a pretty funny story of me coming home and saying, hey guys, I'm going to go to law school. And Joe went, okay, mom. And then the next day I was in law school and she was like, whoa, well, mom actually did it. My first thought was, I, I never thought you weren't going to do it. First off, and I think that has a lot to do with my own 
way of thinking about things because if I randomly decide I'm going to randomly go do something, well, that's how I am. Too, I though. end up doing it, and yeah, and that's why you and I are married and we work well together. Is because once we randomly decide something, <laughs> we just randomly do it with a random plan. Yeah, but we just kind of jump into the fire, don't yeah. we? And like haphazardly, close your eyes and go into that blight. My, uh, good night. My first thought was that it was going to cause financial upheaval. It did. And it did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely some kind of evil, there's mummy, evil voodoo curse yeah. going on there. Which, you know, it, it continues to this day, but much less so. I don't know. I look at the, like, three L's, and I think maybe they, like, maybe Satan gives up a little bit in 3L and kind of reaches back <laughs> into the 1L pile. Like, <laughs> like, the universe gives up a bit. They have to give up somewhere. Ah, I gotta go for the guys who are a fourth of the way down the meat yeah, grinder. basically. I'm gonna get that guy. I look back, and I'm, I'm finishing my 2L now. My finals are coming up. So I am, like, in the same place 1Ls are that are taking their 1Ls. Yeah. I'm terrified, just like I was in 1L. And yeah. I'm into, and I'm terrified. And I don't think that's going to go away until you graduate and you're a lawyer. Yeah, but then like, I have the bar, gonna, and I'm going to be yeah, terrified. And then. you're going to have this same feeling, if not more so, when you take the bar. It's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It well, keeps you on your toes. Yeah, but there has to be. A, you have to. Okay, so if you keep somebody on, like, high alert all the time, they fry out. They can't be on high alert all the time, right? <laughs> eventually, this 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 is. I laugh because you're saying that to me. <laughs> I mean, eventually, sensors cross. Like you can't do it all the time, and you'd I, be surprised. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm. I'm. You're doing it right now. Yeah, I'm like I'm literally shocked. It's been a year. Just like all the folks listening to your podcast are going to be doing it. In a year from now. In a year. Yeah. And then a year after that, and a year and after it, that. It is very hard to fathom, I guess. As, as it's what you have to do. I guess it's what we train to do, really. Yeah. Is to be wound tighter than diamond factories. Yeah. And, you know, somehow manage to keep our diamonds hidden. Shine bright like a diamond. You gotta... <laughs> come on. You know, get some mustache wax. We all gotta grow our mustaches. Get your, get your mustache looking nice. That's Put on right. your pith helmet and grow a pad and be a goddamn man. <laughs> well, someday I'll be a British man. I'm working on that mustache right now. <laughs> it's a pathetic mustache. Well, yeah. <laughs> I got a ways to go. I got a ways to go. For my glorious mustache. Oh, it's much nicer than mine. I work on mine. You know, yours is a walrus mustache. It also helps that I'm a man. Yes, well, you know. That does help. Naturally occur. This is true. We could get you a stick-on mustache. No. They we might didn't. throw you out of the bar exam, though, if you show up with a stick-on mustache and a pit helmet. You know, I bet you <laughs> I bet you they would argue with me that it wasn't allowed. Like, clearly you saw the material that's allowed to be admitted in here. I still remember that. Lady. Is that pit helmet recording device? <laughs> Do you still remember me calling you and being like, oh, my God, the lady at the FYLSC, the proctor lady who would yeah. walk in front of me? Yeah. And, like, every time she'd walk past me her wind would move that little paper a tiny bit out of the prescribed square. Yeah. And she would walk past me and she'd, she'd like yell at me for like, <laughs> like you're the one who did it. You walk, you are the butt for cause of this stupid problem. <laughs> it was foreseeable with your wind lady. Like it's a lot of suffering, panic and anxiety and rushing around and you know, silliness, but it's necessary. Yeah. If you want to accomplish your goal, it's necessary. And then I think you fall in love with it as you go. Like, if you're not falling in like, honestly, right? Like, if you're not falling in love with it, if you're not getting, like, a thrill out of, like, learning, like, I mean, you remember that with me, right? Like, if yeah. you're like, oh my god, I understand this now, or yeah. I would, like, have, like, these epiphanies. Like, if you're not having that, then it makes sense why you would drop out. Because that's kind of how it is through the rest of the whole four-year program. Like, if you can't find joy in understanding something and being like, oh my god, I finally understand yeah. what duty means. 
And there's really no point for you because it never gets any better. I mean, really, it's an ongoing learning process and you kind of have to, you have to be a sadomasochist, don't you? Like, well, you have to be in some way motivated to do what you do. Like, I'll never be a cook. I will never be no, a professional chef. No, you won't. I, I will gladly eat horse meat, mm. uh, possum. You are so weird. Uh, How did dis- we end up together? Discount fruit, dented cans, cans with no labels. I'll, I'll eat any of that. I really oh don't my. care. So I, I would make a terrible chef. Yeah, you would. Yeah. Um, I'll never be a lawyer because... You're a bully. I'm a bully, and I find all of your civilized laws to be silly. <laughs> I just I want to point out right now, and we only have a few more minutes before we're going to end this, but his way of arguing with me is I say something, and I'll say something along the lines of, honey, clearly, because there's a special relationship, there's a duty. And then he looks at me, and he goes, me, me, blah, me, 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 blah, 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 blah. And I'm trying to have a very serious discussion with him, and I get... Blah, 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 blah. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> he does this to me. So if I ever talk to you on Facebook, if I ever really appear needy, it's because I don't get to talk to anybody but blah, 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 blah. I think we should go back to Saxon Law, Ugh. wherein both parties are put in a large sandy pit with, like, fish or a Why? twig. I just, you know, at these points, I just quit listening, and I smile, and I nod. That's okay. I, just, I, do, I do the same to you anytime it, you tell me I can't do something because it's against the law. Well, you, <laughs> but you listen occasionally when you realize that I'm right. When you, I guess maybe when your brain tells you to listen finally, or maybe we <laughs> argued 5,000 times over the same issue, maybe. I don't know. I, I have a little man in my head, and if you say something a third time, he rings a bell. It tells me it might be important. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. I don't have that little belt. What I have is maybe you just need to change the way you talk to me. Because in my head, if I, heard the word, if I hear the word weather, I stop. So whether the case could go to court or whether this – the weather, that's the word. And my, my brain just stops. I hope the dreams stop. Like, I, maybe I'm the only yeah, one. Yeah, you're just <laughs> – I have crazy, like, I don't know. I, I don't remember having any crazy dreams in 1L, like preparing for finals. Like, really, who dreams of adjudicating property rights? Who does that? And my mine are I don't know what and easement is. And then you look at me in the morning and go, I had a dream that I was discussing easements. <laughs> That's nice, honey. <laughs> did I do that in 1L? Yes. Did I? Yes. I don't remember that. Yes, you did it in 1L. You do it now. It's, I, it's just going to be a part of our relationship forever, I think. I used to tell you I was going to run away with Chaz the astronaut. I may run away with, like, I don't know, what is his name? Like, Pelegri or whoever wrote my tort book, like, uh, my horn book. So I'll just... Well, he's a nerd, so I think I can beat him up. He may not even be a dude. He may be a chick. Yeah. I have no well, idea. Well, I can definitely beat him up. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> I don't even know where to start with that one. I'm not going to. I'm just, just going to let you have that one. One win for Ian. One win for Ian. Oh, my goodness. The lesson here is don't run off with an astronaut. He might not have been. His name was just going to be Chaz. That's all I knew about him. I'm going to beat Chaz up. I have never met a person. I'm going to give him a spacesuit wedgie. I have never met. I'm going to give him a spacesuit wedgie. I'm going to stuff him in his NASA locker. You're horrible. And then I'm going to knock his thermodynamics books out of his hand and go, yeah. Is there anything else you want to add? I don't know why you edit these. I'd say just stick them out there. No, I can't. Are why? you? Because they're reasonable, prudent people out there. 
So is there anything you want to say to maybe those poor husbands or wives out there who have first year law school student spouses who are at this point preparing for their finals and freaking out about? So if you're the spouse of a law student, if you know for a fact that they hate it and they don't like doing it, there's nothing about it they enjoy, don't make them stay. If they do like it and they're interested in it, and they blather crazy law nonsense stuff at you like you're supposed to understand it, that's a sign they like it. Then when they inevitably get to right before their big test, you know, the FYLS, whatever, blah, 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 or their exams or what have you, and they start panicking and they go, I'm going to be in here. I need to quit right now. Then you're going to have to push them because they are going to be a lawyer. They're going to do fine. It's going to take time and effort. They're just soggy, pathetic people like everyone else, and they need to push. <laughs> but also, on that note, don't encourage them to sit and beat their head against the desk. Yeah. Because if they're not learning that way, don't be like, why aren't you sitting and reading your textbook? Because remember, I spent like a month yes. playing that game on my phone. Yeah. If they start getting dark circles under their eyes and their skin tone changes and they start speaking in the third person. They're doing it right. <laughs> Then you need to make them go for a walk. <laughs> you need to walk in. and I, I used to stage accidents where I would bump <laughs> into the coffee table and her books would fall off. Um, and I'd go, oh, I'm sorry, honey. Since you lost your place, you want to go to the store? <laughs> Let's go to the store. I, I, did, I did batter him a few times. <laughs> there were more assaults than I can name because he was a little more nimble back then. So he I am you know, not could nimble apprehend now. it. No, no, no. <laughs> All right, well, that is going to be it for today. I am the BP Learned Hand, and this has been FYLSE Real Help to Pass the Baby Bar to help you get through relationships and to know what it sounds like on the other side because your problems are probably <laughs> the same problems the rest of the world is having. So, you guys have a good night. Remember, study at your own pace. You can do this, and always reach out to us. We are here to help. Shine bright like a diamond Find light in a beautiful sea I chose to be happy